Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Bezaz Hashem Kuntris Vigadata Shir number twenty-four. We're holding the Siyum Chelik Bez. That's the conclusion part two. Ruach Toiva Paiseris Ba'ayis. A pleasant atmosphere in the home diffuses many problems. Ben Tyra Maidazmane Ba'amasamida Shalimara Tyra. So Ben Tyra measures his time, a true Ben Tyra measures his time against the yardstick of learning Tyra. Nidmaloi Lapamim. On occasion, it seems to him that he spends too much of his precious time away from his learning in order to have ordinary conversations with his wife. More than more than normal, paying too much attention to her, and the Tumasleva to pay attention to her, Ulazasabaias to help her in the house. He feels that he's losing out. He's shortening up his own Limarataira and Tvila or whatever Avedisashami has to go to spend time talking ordinary conversations with his wife, paying attention to her. So this notion he wants to diffuse and explain to this Ben Taira that that's not the right attitude and not the correct approach. Reish is number one. Kvar Manal Il, we already said before, Any mitzvah that cannot be done by anyone else takes precedence over learning Taira. The Chol Elu and all of these things, the conversations with your wife, spending time with her, caring for her, listening to her have, and loving her and doing everything that's necessary for that, is only on the husband, no one else could do it. So those mitzvahs are doich Shemish number two, These things are worthwhile investment for the sake of furthering his Torah learning. In other words, paradoxically, you if you if you ignore your wife and spend time away from her learning when you're supposed to have conversations with her, it'll decrease your learning ultimately down the road. While if you spend time with her the way you're supposed to and do those mitzvahs in caring for her, being empathetic and listening, even though temporarily it seems like it's taking time away from learning, ultimately it will increase his quantity and quality of limerataira. How is that? Because in Shaira, Ruach Teva Babayas, because if a pleasant atmosphere permeates the home, then he will be able to concentrate better on his learning. And his wife will happily give him the opportunity to devote himself in his learning, and even happily free him from many of the household chores. This is so true that if when you're present with your wife, you're present, you listen to her and care for her and help her whenever she needs it, that creates a pleasant atmosphere between you and her, then she sees you really care about her, and it's not lip service, because you really do, both in thoughts and in deeds and in speech, then she will ultimately be happy to give up of her time for you to learn more, because she feels secure and loved and cared for. However, but if the house is full of tension, this will disturb the calm serenity of the house that's needed for such And then it will demand even a greater amount of his time to diffuse the tension in the home. 
Hamasima he his job is Lotzer Babayas Avira His job in the home is to create in his house a pleasant atmosphere that's comfortable and that's good and that's pleasant. Vizel Shalambayas. That's the definition of Shalambayas. Shalom means peace, but he's touching here also means Shlemus Abayas, the perfection of the home. Shalom Eloshin Shlemus. Shalom comes from uh, uh, an idea of perfection. When a household has no fighting, that's not peace within itself because there's no fighting. That's not true peace. It's not just getting rid of the negative, that there's no fighting. Okay, now you're in the clear. No, it's when you have to infuse in the house an atmosphere of friendship and affection. And that takes the quality time that you give to your wife and you need to give that time to her, even it at the expense of your limit atayra, and you have to give it up happily, with a happy face, with a cheerful disposition, because it's the right thing. Kach limdu chazal, the chazal gemara Sanhedrin says, is a fascinating gemara. Ki when the love was great between me and my wife, havaziza. When our, 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 our love was strong, Rashi says, If the love between me and my wife was intense, we could sleep together on an edge of a knife. We could sleep in the width of a knife. But now, where our love is not as intense, poor Yerbashitin, Loi, now that our love is not intense, we could we could not sleep together even in a bed that's sixty feet wide. Targum the targum that's what the targum says. Now that our love is not that intense, even a bed of sixty feet is not enough for us to sleep together. And then he brings over there from Psukim, so look up in that Gemara in Sanhedrin of Zayin Aleph. It doesn't say over there when there, when when there's a when there is a fight. Even if there's no fights, but if the love is not intense, as it was, then even a bed of sixty feet wide is not enough to have them be together. The klal of this is to create and exert. An atmosphere to have an atmosphere of love and affection in the home, so that should, the conflicting things would not arise. And is a framework to handle any type of disagreement that may arise if you have that pleasant, normal, healthy atmosphere in the home. This idea of when the love is intense. You could sleep in an, uh, on the bl- uh, uh, edge of a blade of a sword. And then when the love is not intense, you can't sleep together, even if it's a wide bed, is a very, very important thing. The idea behind healthy physical intimacy is a healthy, intense love between the two of them that's not just physical, that's emotional and spiritual, like we explained many times before. That's really the clue. He's trying to indicate that, that if you have that, then you could sleep together in the most, in the most. No matter what the matzav is, you could you could have a, a true, healthy marital physical intimacy when your love together is strong. Chela Gimel. Now we're in the conclusion, uh, chapter part three. 
Gemilas chasadim begufai, doing chesed with one's physical actions, with one's physical body. Tanur Rabbanan. Aravis taught us this is a Gemara Sukkah. There are three ways in which chesed is greater than giving charity. The gemilas chesed is done with your body and with your money, tzedakah, but charity is laniyim, and tzedakah is only with your money. Tzedakah, laniyim, the tzedakah is with, with the poor people. Gemilas chesed, chesed is so both to the poor and to the rich. Tzedakah, lachayim, tzedakah is for the live people. Gemilas chesed, lachayim, lamesim, is chesed is both to the live and those that are not alive anymore. Call echot zakuk legmilas chasadim. Everyone is a need to chesed letzumaslev for an intention lechiach and to smile. Oloshen kach ain't tzarech by tzar kasvis. And to do this, you don't have to spend any money. Rabbi Bigdamilla always used to say, a smile doesn't cost any money, and you could light up a person's life with it. Zeh naseh begufai. These are done with his body. Ein lechayef sharis kai rabbi sechiyulim kai rabbin shalkiyam itzis. There is no greater opportunity and obligation to do the mitzvah of chesed either with the physical actions or with one's money as much as there is in the relationship between a husband and a wife. That is the most ideal opportunity to do chesed both with one's body and with one's money. The stipler writes in a letter as such. Listen to this carefully. I think this was brought up when we did the shiurim on the letters of the stipler, but this is this is something that you need to read over, underline, integrate in your soul. That people worry. We're going to just make a dumb. People worry that if they're too deal too much in the physicality of showing affection physically to their wives, it's going to bring up unhealthy desires in sexual realms. And one needs to know that if you're doing this the right way, not only it won't happen like that, it will bring more and more kedusha. If you are being affectionate and embracing your wife physically, even if there's a sexual connection with that, there's no issue whatsoever as long as you have the right mindset. And that's what he's saying here. Misha If you're being affectionate and you embrace her, you hug her, and you're doing it you're doing this and because of compassion. Compassion. So she shouldn't feel emotionally hurt or neglected and you want to make her feel good. This hugging and embracing her physically will not bring any weakening in your Yerushalayim whatsoever, or will cause you to fall in the pursuits of unhealthy desires. This will not happen. Adarabah, the opposite is true. Maybe Yatoidli de Kedusha will bring you to holiness, to Kedusha. By hugging your wife when she needs that affection, you're being Makayim, the Mitzisasei Dairaisa. Of a you should go in his ways. Mahu rachum, just like he is merciful. you need to be compassionate by hugging your wife, especially when she needs it and she wants it, and to make her feel better. You are emulating Hakadosh Baruch Hu. 
through the chesed, through one's physical efforts, mesala adam begufai, he gets elevated in his body, over and in his spirit, and he's to connect to the midais of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Guf v'ruach mahaven es adam kechativa achas. The person's body and soul becomes one bonded entity. Over shneim yachat zarech l'shtamish l'avaydus Hashem isbarach. You need to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu with your body and with your soul together. And avaydum yichedus b'tzir shneim yachat yesh ben ish be ishda. You have a connection of body and soul when you're hugging your wife, kissing your wife, and your kavana is to express that love to make her feel loved and secure. You are doing a mitzvah. You, this is Avoidis Hashem Mamosh. It brings to Yerashamayim and it brings to Kedusha. We see the connection of body and soul. This is, by the way, what he's trying to say here, and it's very important. We said many times before that if you focus just on the physical aspects between a husband and a wife, just on the physical intimacy alone, that is not healthy for a marriage if you don't have, as well, the emotional bond and the friendship and the love and the spiritual connection to try to develop those. Or the way we sometimes put it, you need, if you just try to be husband and wife in the bedroom, the marriage will not work. But the opposite is also true. If you, you cannot say that because your love is so deep, soul-wise, and even it's a million percent true, in a deep, deep friendship and a soul connection, in a refined way, that you feel like you're one, and it's such a deep, beautiful connection between the two of you. But if you say to yourself and you rationalize, okay, we're so deep, we're so good, we don't really need physical intimacy, and we'll pull away from it as much as possible, that is also not healthy for a marriage, and it won't be sustained. You need the union, the bonding of both body and soul. Or the way we put it very often needs the physical connection, the emotional connection, and the spiritual connection. So he's going to discuss now that bonding, that healthy connection between the body and the soul. You see, by Yaakov, when he gave the brachas, right? You say, Rabbi Yosef Lei Blach, in part one, page 172 of Shiuri Hadas, explains this concept. Yosef brought his two children to Yaakov to bless them. It says there, He took Ephraim and Menashe close to Yaakov, and Yaakov hugged them and kissed them. Tyre was not just describing an emotional meeting between the grandfather and grandsons before he died. That he hugged them and kissed them. That's not what the Tyre is talking about. Rather, everything what's said in here is connected to the brachas that he gave them. explained this. Why did he kiss them? Why did he hug them? So that his soul would bond with their souls. And the brachas should be chal on them. The bracha comes on the soul of the one who's blessing. When your soul is connected more to the one who you are blessing, your power of your bracha is even greater. 
He says the same thing when Lavan blessed his, his daughters. The, the bracha of a father on his children is with all his soul. That will be more effective. So Ulam but he asked. So that's why he hugged and kissed them to to bring out that those feelings in his soul to give that blessing and with a full love to to Ephraim and Menashe. Why do you need to hug them and kiss them for? He was already blind, he couldn't really see them. But he had a clear soul sight seeing. He saw in his vision, vision, in Ephraim and not their bodies, their souls, and those souls that will come out of them. Who Yaakov saw now as Yeshua, Ephraim. He saw Yeshua coming out of Ephraim. He saw and He saw all the Shvatim men. What's going to happen? He blessed them. He wasn't blessing their bodies. So Im Cain, if that if it wasn't a physical thing, and he saw those Ruchnizdika things. In their in Ephraim and Ashen and the Shvatim, my sifu masash and the shikav chibik as gufam lagvars tigleikas anefesh tigleisha tarol bechasa yoiser. Then what was he doing? Why was his kissing and hugging their physical bodies? How did that add anything to strengthening the connection of their souls in order to make the bracha more effective? But klal gadol on the name of Khan, but you learn a great klal from this that I feel a Yaakov avinu lefnei piti rasei kashay benutik legarmi yoni yodam azeh. We see that Yaakov, before his Petira, when he was removed from Oilam and his unable to see was part of that. That call as long as he had a body though, who you have to bring your body into the bracha. So that the connection of the soul to be whole, you need the body to be part of it. Because the physicality and spirituality is one integral being in whole, all the levels. If there's an imperfect detachment of the body, then you have an imperfect detachment of the soul, which is pretty much what we said. You can, you have you 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 need both with the emotional and spiritual connection with your wife. You need that physical connection with your wife. It goes hand in hand. Guf and nefesh together. Yosef wanted Yaakov to put the right hand on Menashe. And then Yaakov gave his reaction when he switched the hands. You need to understand this also. If he wanted to bless Ephraim more than Menashe Yaakov, let him just concentrate more and give him a bigger bracha. What is the putting the significance of his right hand on Ephraim? Switch his hand. Just having his spiritual soul that greater bracha Ephraim. So the Sfarn explains because placing the hand on Ephraim, that actual physical placing of the hand on Ephraim, focuses the soul more on what he's focusing on. The power of the right is greater than the power of the left. The intensity of the bruch is greater when the right hand is placed on the right hand than when it's transferred to the left side on the left side. Nifla, which is really incredible. How could a soul blessing be connected to my physical body, the fact that I put my hand on the right hand on the right? 
on the right. I feel a hefish cotton bait smichas yad, smichas yad, yeah, you mean smichas yad, smoil, mispatea, becomanus on nefesh. You see that even the small difference between placing the right hand or left hand expresses itself in the focus of the soul's bracha. The Ephila Eitzel Yaakov Avinu, and even with Yaakov Avinu, who was totally soul at that time, Kamat, the Fnei Peturasi before his passing, nevertheless he activated his physical body to hug and kiss and place his physical hand on the right hand where he wanted to do it to give the bracha because he needed the guf connection in order for the soul to bring its full power to this bracha. We can learn here regarding the opportunities of doing chesed with one's physical actions that exist between a husband and wife, hugging, kissing, the marital intimacy, you have to connect that bond, that's the intent of creation, to be like one flesh, like Chazanish explained in his letter. On I'm going to end this essay, we're going to do one more shear next time, the Ezez Hashem, at the end of this sefer, it has eitzes that that a Talmud recorded uh, from Rav Shach on Shalom Bayis and Shaduchim um, that he was mekabel ten major yisoides that we're going to do in the next shir. Be'ezus Hashem, but he ends this mechdav etzach lavakish rachamim. We need to end this essay with the conclusion of the Chazaynish's letter. Bechol archeisecha da eivu yasher archeisecha. There's a pasuk of Mishlei that in all. Your ways know him, and he will guide your path. All your ma'asim should be for the sake of heaven. And all your actions should lead to coming closer to Hashem. When you use everything in the world, including your physical body, as a means to serve Hashem better. And for this, one needs to ask from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, compassion, so he makes us successful in this. So, Hashem, we finish this kuntris. Please chazer it over. Please spread this out to chasanim that, that, that don't have this and give that to them to have them listen to this kuntris. It could really change their lives for the better and the people who are married for many years as well, it's Kedai to review, like we said many, many times over. He's in here, and we talked about a lot of things that's helpful to marriage, no matter how long the marriage has been. It's extremely important. But the idea of the physicality and the spirituality, the body and the soul working together in the love towards your wife is an extremely important concept that one needs to practice and develop. Bracha and Atzlacha.